Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 206 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. Today we react to the canceled Wisconsin game and look ahead to Saturday's alleged contest against Northwestern, provided we are not bamboozled. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals. That's cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rodi with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Hit up Monty at 402-770-3356. What a bummer of a week, Mike. Mm. Yeah. I watched an Iowa game voluntarily. <laughs> the, uh, the 2020 saga continues. The situation that we foresaw <laughs> has come to roost on week two. And lo, it came to pass mm-hmm. against, in our face, of all people. Yep. So I, I, this week, have been reflecting on the fact that when we first launched this podcast, um, we came up with the, th- the three E's. We wanted to be enthusiastic, entertaining, and educational um, so I'm going to let that kind of be my compass as we navigate this part of the discussion. Um, but I do have a question, and and maybe you can maybe you can help me out here. How maybe. is this week's reschedule, or you know, our our attempt to fill that empty spot on the schedule um, with what was it, uh, Chattanooga, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how is that any different than a few years ago bringing in Bethune-Cookman when we had essentially a, a canceled game on our on our calendar? Well, I mean, the difference is COVID. Yes, but practically speaking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if the difference is COVID, but we are still, like... I mean, uh, Nebraska was pretty clear about the fact that they made sure that they found a team... That was following all the same protocols, if not stricter uh, guidelines when it comes to their COVID precautions. So if it's about safety, if it is, if COVID is the reason, what's the holdup? That's my question. Yeah, I think it's a fair question. And it sounds like these things were not hashed out uh, definitively before the season started. You know, when they, they had came two up extra months, so I'll try to try to not to be yeah, yeah, <laughs> too <no>. salty. <laughs> so I mean, to look at Nebraska trying to get a game on the schedule, I mean, in the absence of uh, any clear direction, I mean, you know, we could all assume that the Big Ten was not going to approve it, but you know, in the absence of anything written down and confirmed, I mean, you know, why not put a plan and and say, hey, hey, we're ready to do this, and then. You know, it's one thing to say, "Hey, we'd like to do this." That's easy to say. Nah, just don't do it. But when you, when you go to the work to to 
arrange something and you, you know you, you can pay for the team to come and they have it sounds like if anything they might have been more stringent than big 10 standards and to invite them in and so to make all those plans and then take that and then get a no like that's a that's a much more serious no yeah yeah and um yeah it's frustrating i think i think there's a lot of uh ill will towards wisconsin i don't know if there's a lot of it it might just be like a vocal minority on twitter it's probably a vocal minority on twitter um, but I would say that that's probably misplaced to direct that towards Wisconsin for making a decision that was mm-hmm. they thought in their best interest and and maybe in ours as well. Um, but man, yeah, the 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 powers that be in the Big Ten are not not endearing themselves to Nebraska, <laughs> or at least Nebraska's fan base. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I personally I don't have any I don't hold any ill will towards Wisconsin. I mean, especially. You know, at this point, they've got twenty plus people diagnosed with COVID. I mean, that, that's that's serious, man. That could affect them for weeks to come at this point. So, right, um, it will yeah. They, they probably made the right decision for themselves, um, but yeah, it, it, any any frustration that I have is uh, definitely with the decision making process of the Big Ten, which is apparently par for the course. Well, and you you look at there's one other team that's having some problems right now. It's Illinois, who had played Wisconsin, right? Mm. So there, you know, that's that's a concern and something that maybe we dodged a bullet on mm-hmm. by not not playing them. Um, at the same time, there's a, there's a small part of me that hopes that this comes back to bite the Big Ten in the butt later. <laughs> I I want Ohio State to be in a position where they're trying to reschedule something and they tell them they no, can't you know yeah, yeah they can't at this point yeah. there's a there's a there's a precedent. there's a press if you think that nebraska fans and administration are uh to use a uh pet 40 word petulant right now just you <laughs> just you watch if ohio state wants to reschedule and mm-hmm. they get are given the opportunity there will be such a fit thrown we will burn this thing to the ground <laughs> proverbials proverbially speaking yeah, proverbial. Prover- I can't Im- talk tonight. But <laughs> yes. Metaphorically um, speaking. Yeah. We do not condone violence on the Husker Pod. We are we are a nonviolent podcast. But our discussions are aggressive. <laughs> That's right, Mike. Aggressive negotiations. You call this a diplomatic solution? No, I call it aggressive negotiations. You know, the uh the implications that I'm also very curious about is so you've got your quarterback room out, and it's 21 days, right? Once your, mm-hmm. once your, uh, the word convicted comes to mind, but that's not the right word. Well, as as of right now, it's 21 days, but you know, they're looking into it. <laughs> They'll make it. They might make a, a change for Ohio State. Of course, or, excuse me, Wisconsin. Um, but you know, I think you have to play in six conference games, right, to be eligible to win the division. I think. Mm. So, you know, they're down one. I could definitely I, – I feel like it's almost certain that they won't play next week. I would think? be shocked if they play next week, yeah. And uh, and then when you're looking at 21 days, I mean, that could very well spill into the following week. Mm-hmm. Especially or at least if, for some players, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if things start – if things keep rolling. Mm. So, um, you know, it would be really interesting to see if the Big Ten West contender here is – uh, knocked out, just you know, due to regulations here. Mm-hmm. Not, I definitely don't wish that on them. I don't. That's not 
how anybody wants this to go, but it'll be interesting to see um, what happens there. And then it's also, you know, also you, you, you look at Wisconsin, who didn't play, and then you look at Illinois, who was it Illinois, who was really struggling with a lot of, uh, they had a number of people out. Like, was it in the teens that were out? Mm. And, uh, you know, they got smacked around. Two different schools, two different choices. Yep. So here we are. It is November, and we're gearing up for Nebraska's second game. <laughs> it's crazy. <sighs> Where, whereas uh, it's week uh, week ten for for the SEC and company. That is do insane. You, do you realize for the second time in three years in his time at Nebraska, Scott Frost has had his home opener canceled? Oh my gosh, I hadn't even considered that. And wow. then you look at think about the games he's had canceled because of hurricanes when he was at Florida, <laughs> UCF. Um, what an unlucky guy! <laughs> what an unlucky us! I don't know, man. I'd take his paycheck and have all kinds of games canceled. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. But in terms of the sport, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With no game to to hash out here uh, let's just uh get to the sp plus because nebraska did have a little bit of movement we are 39th overall were we 41 last week was that right i don't remember honestly i think so i think so <laughs> feels like and a lifetime ago yeah our offense has gone up a few ticks to 23 defense also went up one spot to 72 special teams is sitting at 53 which i think is a small drop yeah because i think i remember joking about how we cracked the top 50 yeah, I think we were like 47, 48 last week. Mm. So, you know, interesting to see some movement there without actually playing. Uh, doesn't really matter. Um, another thing we normally talk about here is the runs of reaction line. Uh, I decided that uh, with no game to react to, to, to keep the phone on its hook this week. <laughs> Didn't want, uh, I don't know if I would have wanted to wade through some of the phone calls that we could have had if we put something out there yeah so. yeah you know let's uh sometimes we don't want to hear your opinions we, we want to keep our fans enthusiastic yeah, and yeah uh you know we, we, we're the friendliest podcast in the heartland <laughs> uh but did want to say that uh, we we gave that extra runs a coupon last week to longtime listener brett who had the cojones temerity guts to just tweet us and ask us if we could, if he could have it yeah you know uh, a wise man said fortune favors the bold yeah we were so, we were gonna have some sort i don't know some sort of giveaway contest on twitter at the but end then of last somebody week. asked us <laughs> well well but then the game got canceled yeah, and it was just yeah. like who wants to do promotion right like we're all just sad and right mad so anyway enjoy the runs of brett so uh, let's move from our trick to our treat, Northwestern. Hey, nice. <laughs> That's oh. what we call a segue in the biz, folks. I am proud of myself. Um, let's dive right in, Justin. Let's jump in. <laughs> Northwestern is uh, SP+. Plus. They're 31 after their two wins to open up the season. Hmm. Get this. Their offense is 103rd. So Really? They not a great offense, but their defense, which you acknowledge would have to be high in order to counteract that one hundred and three, is a hundred spots higher. They're number three. Wow. And uh, special teams is forty fourth. So basically, Northwestern's not outscoring people by a lot. 
Although, no, wait, I guess they did They did score a lot of points against Maryland in their first game. So, um, But Maryland's really bad. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, a, that's a hard thing. It's like, it, it feels like we should know more about them, but, I mean, we're really only talking about two games so far. <laughs> yeah. You'll recall when we looked at FPI this summer, or actually a couple weeks ago to preview yeah. the season, <laughs> they had an edge over us, and we were both kind of surprised. Well, a lot of – I had some conversations with a few people afterwards who pointed out that – um, a big piece of FPI is just returning starters, mm-hmm. and nobody returned more starters, maybe in all of college football, than Northwestern. And um, so they're actually, according to FPI, they still have a 68.2% chance of winning. That's interesting. Nebraska. Yeah. I did see it, and I, I, you know, things might change in the coming days, but at least right now, all the experts are giving them a three-point uh, favorite over us, or you know, they're favoring them by three points over Nebraska. Uh, yeah, that's yep. I'm a, I'm here on ESPN. It's three and a half is the line. Yep. Uh, the spread, the over/under is 52. So that's what like a 20. Don't make me do math here. 27, <laughs> 24. Yeah. 28, 28, 24. <laughs> And you know, not not to uh, you know not to spoil my score prediction, but don't be surprised if mine's not too far off from that. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah no they're they're smart people that set these numbers. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, the one spot they don't return a starter is quarterback. They got Peyton Ramsey, a transfer from mm-hmm. Indiana, so super senior. Uh, graduate student. He's 34 of 48 on the year. That's 70.8%. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's 34 years old. <laughs> oh, I was ah. like, man, that is a super senior. <laughs> no, not not that old. He's not he's not our age. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so almost 71% accuracy, 342 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He's been sacked three times. Um, so, you know, he's an efficient guy. He's not making a ton of boneheaded mistakes. Well, you know, that's the thing they always say about Northwestern is they, they play good, disciplined football. They're not going to give you the game, Justin. They're not going to make many mistakes on the field. That is what they say. <laughs> I could probably say that in a way that it doesn't like sound like I'm discrediting what is historically true about Northwestern. <laughs> It's funny because, like, when you started doing that voice, an ad popped up with, like, dramatic music, and I thought for a second that it was, like, a preview voice. Like I was using voice, a mixer? Like, <laughs> in a world! No, I thought you were the... I thought you were the commercial. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, I found it. He's rushed 19 times for 73 yards and a touchdown. His longest run is 21 yards. So, he's managing this offense efficiently um, in two games, both wins, which is a lot more than a lot of people could say. He's only thrown one interception, so um, yeah, he's what they need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not making dumb bonehead boneheaded plays. Uh, Isaiah Bowser, running back, forty-eight carries, leading running back, forty-eight carries for one hundred and fifty-five yards. Um, so trying to do some quick mental math is about three yards per per rush. Maybe that a sounds little about over. right. Yeah. Yep. Um, have you looked at the the name of their leading wide receiver? No, because. I'm on a butcher it here. <laughs> Go for it, man. Ramad Chow Kahwawi Bowman. Yeah, um, I would go with something like Chiokio, maybe, or maybe that's that that might be me butchering it. So who knows? Well, I, like I said, I watched it this week, but it was on mute. Yeah. So and I I was multitasking, so I wasn't paying attention to so to anyway too much. I definitely saw Bowser though. That that's a name that stuck out to me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Ramad, I apologize for butchering your name he's got nine receptions for 86 yards 
the longest pass reception this season for Northwestern is 23 yards, and their yeah. longest rush is 37 yards. So mm-hmm. just not explosive. But, man, when they wanted to move the ball against Iowa, you know, three yards in a cloud of, cloud of dust, they did it. Yeah. Um, That's actually the thing that stuck out to me about that game is not so much any individual player, but, like, they were – they were a team that had a lot of resolve. And, you know, that's that would be my concern playing them is that they're not going to be a team that gives up even if we go up by a few touchdowns to start the game. Like, that's what happened to Iowa, right? So yeah. um, we can't rest on our laurels if we uh, – I, I, I just don't want Nebraska to feel comfortable if they take an early lead, you know? And I tell you, Petrus, uh, Petrus did not look – incredibly sharp i mean he threw some good balls early but in the second half they really rattled him and um i wasn't terribly impressed i feel like after justin fields i think we can uh we can get to this guy well i'm I'm looking too far ahead here (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so anyway yeah i it'll be a challenge to move the ball but i think that i think we can do it yeah, um, I'm still confident in a win. I don't know how you feel about it, but I I think Nebraska's got a great shot this weekend. Well, here, let me finish working through. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my, I'm getting ahead of no, myself. No, it's okay. I am too. <laughs> I am too. Uh, their their kicker is a senior, uh, Charlie Kubater. Man, I'm just, I'm off on names today. <laughs> three for three on field goals as long as it's 43. All three of those were against Maryland. Uh, their defense, just really solid, and you really see, like, the returns, um, the returning starts a lot here. Their defensive line uh, does a good job of, of pushing back. Um, their linebackers are their three leading tacklers. They're all seniors. Uh, Chris Bergen is a senior with 16 tackles. Patty Fisher is a senior. I feel like we've said his name for years with 15 tackles. Blake Gallagher is a senior with 15 tackles. Um, freshman Brandon Joseph is a defensive back, has a couple interceptions. He leads the team in interceptions. Um, so... It's a skilled, uh, disciplined unit that knows what they're trying to do, and it it just don't. It just seems like Fitzgerald just has a crappy team and then a good team and a crappy team and a good team, and maybe it's boom and bust um, when you're really a developmental team like he has to be, where he has to get guys who can you know qualify academically to to do well at Northwestern. So he can't. He has to be really selective, um, and so you know some seasons you're going to have all this experience come to fruition and then other seasons you're not i didn't i don't know but um yeah really really interesting matchup that uh we gotta win yeah i mean puts us in a in a good position uh when we're talking about uh maybe actually being competitive in the big 10 because maybe all of this craziness with teams that we're going to be playing later this season losing (laughs) you know getting a one up over northwestern and then uh, you know if we play our cards right i see nebraska being in the in the conversation yeah i definitely feel um you know one advantage of not playing northwestern or not playing wisconsin is we're that much fresher uh Mm -hmm. uh, northwestern just played in a physical big 10 west slobber knocker and uh and you gotta believe that they you know like in terms of preparation for Northwestern, they were probably doing it as early as the second they were told no. You know, so like Thursday, they're practicing, look, thinking of Northwestern. So we do have that advantage. Yeah. Um, so 
I think this offense, their offense, is really going to struggle. So can we get? Can we keep them from scoring? And then can our offense be explosive? Can our offense be a combination of disciplined and explosive, where you're moving the chains consistently, um, and then every once in a while you get those breakaways uh, for points? I feel like that's what needs to happen. I think I think we can really limit their offense. Um, but can we score? We'll find yeah. we'll find out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see with the extra week. Some of these uh, new wide receivers who like Omar Manning, who has been injured, and some of the other guys who just hadn't earned the coach's trust. They've had an extra week. They will have had an extra week. Um, does that pay big dividends? Do we see a huge jump from game one to game two? And do you see a bigger jump when you have two weeks to go from game <laughs> one to game two? Yeah, so many questions, so many plot lines. Yeah. You know, everybody kept saying, oh, well – Ohio State doesn't really have much of a run offense this year. But, I mean, like, it's still Ohio State, and we handled them pretty well, you know? So Mm -hmm. I feel like we're going to be able to at least hang in there with Northwestern with them being a run-first team, Um, and then especially when they don't have any huge – stars when it comes to their receiving i don't know their their receivers what what did you say a 20 yard reception or whatever is their long yeah. for the year so far 23 so, 23 yeah i don't know i just i feel like we've got a, a decent matchup coming into this weekend you know one of the one of the biggest wild cards and i can't remember if you said this on twitter or someone else was um chicago is really having a spike in covid so <laughs> Do we play the game? Is there a chance that Northwestern hops on a plane and comes here? We're going to win the West by default because we'll be the only healthy team. Yeah. If we send them a plane, will that get them here? Mm. Like, what does it take to get them here? Is that that a viable option? Hmm. Well, um, I think you gave your score prediction first last week, so I'm ready to give you my score prediction first this time. And I do have one in mind, so go for it, and then I'll share mine. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a lot of field goals in this game. Hmm. And um, I don't think that they'll get a lot of points, but, um, you know, they're smart. It's the, it's the stereotype. You've already made fun of that. Um, <laughs> and I do think we'll have some big plays. It'll be – I'm really hopeful that we can move the ball um, consistently and don't need big plays, but you still, you know, you want to have them. Um, I've got 27-16. Okay, wow, wow. You got us holding them to – to fewer points than I expected. Well, that's so. I, I'm thinking, you know, three field goals and a touchdown. I mean, that's four scoring drives, one per quarter. Sure, gotcha. Well, I'm I'm expecting a little bit more robust production from both teams, and I'm gonna not allow your prediction to influence mine. So I'm gonna keep it. Uh, I'm going with 31-20 Nebraska, and I know that that's uh that might be wishful thinking there, but I would just love for Nebraska to come in and and with with the extra time for them to really be able to make a statement of like okay if if we're going to have all the cards stacked against us we want to come out and and kick butt and take names this weekend so yeah i don't know i guess just this weekend um i have the luxury of having been able to watch a little bit of Northwestern's game intentionally because I wasn't distracted by our own game. (laughs) (laughs) Distracted. Right, right. Um, Or rather occupied by our own game. Um, Sure, that's what you meant. But yeah, I just, I feel like what I saw from Northwestern was a good, solid team, but I want to see Nebraska finally have that explosive offense that 
uh, we keep hearing about when it comes to Scott Frost. Like, let's see that come to fruition this Saturday and get a big win. Now is the time. Today is the day. So all that's left is for the game to be played. And, uh, yeah, we do have the Runza Reaction line ready to go for this weekend, so uh, get it into your phone now. You can pre-program it. Put us on your favorites list, so all you got to do is tap. Uh, it's 402-704-7693. Leave us a message, and uh, remember to keep it clean. Uh, remember to keep it enthusiastic, and if we like what you have to say, you got a good chance of winning a free meal voucher from Runza. Meal vouchers, such an official sounding term. I like it. Well, you know, every time I say you could win a Runza, you always correct me that, uh, really, it's your choice what you want to get off the menu. You can get a burger. You can get anything. A salad? Should you so (laughs) choose? Yeah, I guess you could. Got the whole, what is it, the the chili and cinnamon roll thing? I'm sure that would apply. That that is a thing, indeed. Um, Yes, so please call in next week after we win. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, talking through the Big Ten, uh, SP Plus updates, Ohio State, number one. Wisconsin, mm. without playing, moved up, I think, one spot to number three. Penn State, with the loss, number eight. They're 0-2. Michigan, 16. Indiana, 25. Iowa, 28. Northwestern, then there's a clump of, of us here in the 30s. Northwestern, 31. Minnesota, 32. Purdue, 37. Nebraska, 39. And then you kind of got everybody else. Michigan State, 52. Illinois, 73. Rutgers, 87. Maryland right behind at 88. Makes a whole lot of sense for Michigan State to be ranked, you know, that far below Michigan. Well, th- these, are, these aren't these are rankings. These are <laughs> metrics sure, based on okay. blah, 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 I, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> you, you look at the Big Ten West standings, Northwestern and Purdue, 2-0. Uh, lead the division, then Wisconsin, who we did not get to play as 1-0, then us at 0-1, then Illinois, Iowa, and Minnesota, all at 0-2. So, uh, crazy COVID year. Yeah. Who who would have thought that uh, in order for us to have decent chances this year, we'd have to beat Northwestern and Purdue? Which I think we can do. Honestly, I have not watched a lot of Purdue, so I really nope. – I know Danny uh, – uh, what's his name? I know David Bell is tearing things up, but beyond him, like I just I haven't followed. I just miss their old quarterback who looked like the lead singer from Jars of Clay. He would. <laughs> well, Justin, one of these days we're gonna play a game at home in Nebraska. That day will come. I know it will. And you can watch it from the comfort of your own home. Ooh. Especially yeah? If you work with Monty Rohde from Pinnacle oh, Realty, there's, Lincoln. There's the transition. Yeah, man. Oh, man. If you are looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or the surrounding area, Monty Rohde is your man. Hit him up at 402-770-3356. Who knows? By the time Nebraska plays Penn State on the 14th, our first home game of the year in mid-November, Uh, You could be enjoying it from your brand new home, facilitated by the uh, realty handiwork of Monty Rohde. And when you're in that home, you could be eating a delicious bison steak Mm. from Central Nebraska Buffalo. Justin, we're bringing it all together. Mm. So I saw a post from Central Nebraska Buffalo on Facebook this week that 
You know, we've mentioned several times on this podcast that uh, bison is a healthy option um, if you're looking to eat a little bit leaner meat. Uh, and they actually uh, they posted some statistics this week that I thought was great. So this just comes straight from Central Nebraska Buffalo's Facebook page. They said, bison meat is actually considered a complete protein as it contains all nine of the essential amino acids our bodies need yet cannot produce on our own. Uh, and it says that three ounces of bison is equivalent to 21.63 grams of protein, whereas three ounces of beef is only 15.6 grams of protein. So if you want more bang for your buck when it comes to protein intake, bison's the way to go. Bang for your buck or protein for your chuck? Oh, man, Justin, you are just a... Uh, you are weaving a web of... Words. Weaving a web of words. I'm not. <laughs> it's been a it's been a night for Justin and I recording. There's gonna be Mine some comes, editing work for yeah, me today. I, I was just gonna say I apologize for the extensive editing. Fortunately, it's a shorter episode. We're off our game, man. There was no game yesterday. That's what happens. You know, it's hard to get it's hard to get fired up when there was no game. When yeah. you've waited, you know. That's the, that's the hardest thing about this. How long did we wait for this season to start? And then this happens? To we were, us, of all yeah. people. The one team that actually wanted to play football this year. <laughs> and and I, it happens know, we, to us first. And we were just so excited to play Wisconsin. <sighs> uh, yeah, uh, one of the... One of the folks that... Wisconsin fans that we follow was messaged us saying, like... Uh, he felt like there was some like uncharacteristic venom towards uh, Wisconsin coming from Nebraskans, and I'm just like, you just got to take into consideration like how we've been treated mm. over the last number of months, and the and the uh, the hate, unjustified hate we've got from the national media, and I, I I am sorry for the misdirected anger coming at Wisconsin fans, but it's I promise you it's a fraction of what we've received, and. Uh, you know, we all gotta handle ourselves better. We all gotta, we all gotta stay cool, stay calm. Keep it together. 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 Not lose our cool, but uh, at the same time, it's just, uh, it's frustrating. Yeah. Oh, one more funny thing about mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Uh, I did the Habsy this morning, and I think the the best sign I saw said, "Don't quit like Wisconsin." Burn. At the same time, though. I'll do respect to Wisconsin, and we wish everybody there all the best as they recover and hope their team is healthy moving yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah. For everybody real, take, for real. Take like, care of yourselves out there, everybody. Like, honest to goodness, if there are any Wisconsin folks listening to this podcast, like, on a real note, Justin and I really do hold no ill will towards anybody. Um, we love you, and uh, we care about your well-being more than this sport. <laughs> this is true. Yep. All right, so that said, we still want to beat you in football. Um, soon and very soon. Yeah, so what do you say, Justin? I say go Big Red. Go Big Red! The Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska. Nebraska.